Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Springer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good. I, I've actually <laughs> taped your introduction of me to my alarm clock. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, Jerry Springer. And so when I get up in the morning, it's here's Jerry Springer. Well, I wake up in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question for you, Gene. Yeah. Oh, for me? Yeah. So I was at our local Kroger in Fort Mitchell the other day doing some grocery shopping. Yeah. And this guy approached me and stopped me. And he said, are you... Are you the girl from that Springer podcast? And I oh, said, well, that's nice to, heck to yeah, be I recognized. Yeah, it was really cool. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, he goes, you know, I um, I've heard this rumor a few times. I'd like to make sure that this is the truth. Did Gene Galvin marry one of the Fly Girls from In Living like, Color? Like from In Living Color back in the day? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, so is this? I mean, I've met your wife. I didn't know Bonnie was a Fly Girl. I had no idea. Well, yes a, and no. Okay. All uh, right. What's a Fly Girl? Is that something you can take shots for? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know. Watch yes. this. I don't know what a Fly Girl is. I'm, you really watch don't know this, what a Megan. Fly girl is? I'm going to tell him who a Fly Girl is and watch, watch his the reaction. reaction. <laughs> Carrie Ann. Inaba, is that her yes. name? Yeah. Was a fly girl. Oh, oh. So we, on living in living color with the Wyman brothers. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Wayne. J-Lo. Wayne brothers. Wayne, the oh, Wayne they're brothers. Like, the yeah. Wayne brothers. Yep. And it was um, J Lo, Carrie Ann Inaba. Uh, Carrie Ann Inaba, and uh, Perez was, I think, the core. Yeah, Rosie, Rosie Perez, Perez the was the Oh, they're like dancers with the. the yeah. They did oh, the opening yeah. of all the so, shows. Yeah. No, I did not marry a fly girl, but I did marry a forerunner of the Fly Girls, because back in the 1960s, this goes back a ways. I'm sure she's happy that you're I, announcing how long ago first was saw, that she was dancing. She I first lady. saw this woman on television on a short-lived show on Channel 5, where you were the anchorman some years later. In Cincinnati, And yeah. do you guys, re- you won't remember this, Megan, your parents probably would, but there was a show called, and it was right before this In Living Color, a few years before, Called Shindig. Oh, yeah. It was, was a rock sh- and roll show. Yeah, and Hullabaloo. Yeah, and they were rock and roll shows. And yeah. they had what were yeah. then called go-go dancers who danced, at, you know, in front of the rock band. Is that what a fly girl is? A go-go dancer? Yeah, well, kind of. It's the fly an girls. version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's, yeah, but they did, like, really intense choreography, and it was, oh. it was good stuff. Yeah. Oh, neat. Oh, good. So I was watching television yeah. one day uh, before I went to work, part-time job, and I was going to college, and I saw this show called... Five for Channel Five in the Cincinnati area. Five a go go, and there were women who were hired by that TV station to be that early version of the Fly Girls, and uh, they they were like college girls uh, hired who were dancers. And I really focused in on this one girl. And fast forward a month or two after that, went into a new nightclub in Cincinnati. Really cool place. And I walked in and, and I uh, saw her and a friend of mine I goofed around with and he, I said, yeah, I'd like to meet her. And he went over and brought her over and I was flabbergasted. And I will tell you, I went into motion. I, I was pathetic. I, I was a groveler that. and I was yep. sort of, it was not oh, attractive. Crying. Begging, crying, that, and, yeah. you know, giving her stuff, the animals. Is, yeah. So <laughs> you want to see my car, you know, I had yeah. a sports car. And, um, I believe every word of that. The yeah. fact What's hard of to the matter that? is I started begging my wife 
true story to marry me probably within weeks. You had a lot I got down. repeated no's. She had enough sense to say, no, 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 no. And then finally my buddy told me, he said, you got to lock that down. You got to close this deal because you'll never get. A, you That's know, your peak right there. there that That's was it. my peak. Yep. <laughs> and eventually I wore and down. She it, it said was a yes. Great and, uh, you married and above I'm, yourself. You I, really I did. did. I married above yeah. myself and I married a early version of a fly girl. Yeah. Yes. That's and really then and then she found out that I am quite amazing. She then learned that, and she's had a great life, and you can ask And her. she's been seeing lawyers ever since. Ever since. <laughs> yeah. how she met Jerry Springer. Yeah, there's hardly a lawyer yeah, in town. Right. She had, so can you help yeah. me get out of this? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I want to ask you something, uh, both uh, Jerry and What's Megan. I'm telling I'm working, you every time he asks this. I'm working on... <laughs> Making money off of this. First of all, I'm going to speak only for myself. Jerry, I think you're pretty well set. Megan, you have a very promising career. You're clearly talented. You have talents beyond doing the podcast. You're great at that. You have a he big girl something. job. And he he wants really something. wants something he wants bad. Something. I don't have much. I'm trying to bump up well, that's true. my money for my Social Security, to uh -huh. be honest. Well, yeah. And so I'm now figuring out how to monetize this podcast. Is this the business plan that we've heard about? <laughs> this, got a business plan. You think this it's podcast up here. is it's up here. It's I all really up here in my brain. Through, yeah. You think this podcast is going to make money? I'm hoping like hell it is because I am tired of taking the Ludlow City bus. No offense, it's a great bus line. But it's just like, get a car. I'd like to get a car like you guys have. So here's what I'm thinking. We start oh advertising, and I think our angle will be that we do endorsements. We don't just have some ad that David Proust from Ambient Studios, our technical producer, just kind of bleeds in. We oh, endorse. so we have to personally endorse the items. We okay. use the products, and they are products that we have used, that we love, and then we talk about them. I think huh. the truth works and, in advertising. Oh, well, look at this. As if that didn't just happen Isn't again. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> now, here's what he, This is so creepy, man. He just pulled out that pill he pocket again. He just took... Metamucil. So there's our first sponsor. He took Metamucil. He took it for real. It's wonderful and it <laughs> yeah. makes me comfortable. <laughs> yes. I bet What's it does. wrong with that? Okay. Oh my God. Really How many is? of those do you take in it? Yeah, a it's hit. A, it's six capsules in one serving. Oh you take God. six of those every time you You're take supposed them. to. That's a serving. It says, you know, serving. And then how you many keep a, a you clear pass to the bathroom right. open. What, what is it? No. How many, how many times a day? This is personal. Three. <laughs> this is an example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. How could you miss having Jerry Springer doing personal endorsements of Metamucil? He clearly uses the product. Clearly. How many years have you used the product? Ten years. Ten years. You like the product. And I like going around and saying, you know what, that Jerry, he's a regular guy. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, I, by God, I apologize for that. I mean, maybe it's funny, but I apologize for that. All right, so Gene, what, in, in this vein, what is what's your product, what's your product gonna be? Do we have what, what yeah. men, uh, adult know. diapers? Well, look, look, well, that's what I was thinking, adult diapers. But I mean, you know, I mean, if he's gonna, if, oh, if, the kids are gonna listen to us now. <laughs> We're getting that young demographic. Metamucil and Depends. Good Lord. I love it. Do they still have, do they have a product that's like a, a cone or a horn you hold up to your ear and you say, hey, what? Yeah. Like, yell at no, no. Yeah. I mean, well, I, think, I, I was think you got something there. So that I was be... thinking, like, no, no doubt, backpack gear. Yeah. yeah. I oh, could yeah. do backpack yeah. gear. 
uh, active wear clothing, all of that you stuff. Could. Jerry, yeah, uh, seriously, equipment. In, all of that yep. stuff. And in yep. addition to doing Metamucil, you could do ads for the Bentley company, for the <laughs> local dealership of Bentleys, or for, <laughs> for Gulfstream Airplanes or something. <laughs> Products you use. Yeah. But and I was thinking, yeah, Jerry, and particularly around Christmas, because you know you want to you want to get your loved one a golf stream, yeah, a golf stream <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Christmas, or yeah. get her a month's worth of uh, jet fuel. There you go. Or something. That's the gift yeah. that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I was uh, thinking, Jerry, for Megan, <clears throat> I'm almost afraid to look over at her because, first of all, Megan, and we compliment her. She just got a new job as a HR manager for a large company in this area. Yeah. So we, she, have any, we don't have anyone HR. In that's what I was wondering. <laughs> we have this company called Liberals Always Win. That's, that's the, the LLC. The that produces And this that's stuff. who writes checks, etc. You mean I write the checks? Well, yeah, I mean, I was well, sort of company. speeding through that. <laughs> yeah, the company. Nice business plan. Yeah. Jerry, so, we need well, more money. Yeah. So is, when should I have to pay to talk? Um, yeah. You should. Who is our HR department? I don't really know well, who I, I would Megan, report you, to. In real life, you are an HR in director. In real life. Well, so I, how can you be an HR director and work with us two? It's, it's, it is a stretch. I don't tell them about this. They, <laughs> they, have, no they, they have no idea about this. <laughs> they really, truly don't. We don't, don't, don't tell anyone at work. Any, nobody we don't knows pass about this. any test. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I was thinking this of a product that don't don't Megan, even go there. Are uh, you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, you can't. That, it would, no, are you kidding me? That would be un, so interesting if she did an endorsement of oh that product. God. No, and did that on oh. our what podcast. Are you I'm, okay. I'm, I don't know what you're talking and, about. And so Jerry, what is this here? You you tell her. No. <laughs> are you afraid of me? She's gonna hurt me. <laughs> I don't want to look at her and say it either. Oh my Do you God. agree that it would be very no, cool? No, hold on. Product. It's, not, it's not an illegal product. Don't you think it would be a great idea that she would endorse that on this podcast? But I think for our demographic, it'd be irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now I need to know what this is. Well, for real. I don't want to say it, Jerry, but just show that to her and see if she'd be willing to do that product and just. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's tampons. Mother, Thank I you, Gene. Want, well, I didn't. You're the one that said it. I didn't. I say never it. said it. So we're going to have I a said. couple conversations about some HR issues. Yeah. See, now now, now we, we have to both go down and talk to HR because, because we. Are you up, serious? Oh my God. No, no you know what? People what you who could are listening do, to us. Hey, first of all, you could do Megan. What do you need high heels? I Who's, could do. I could do high heels. You Stilettos. Could. I could. You could, you could do, do that. I you could. could do that. I told you that's my Twitter handle. Happy in heels. I love there it. it is. Yeah. Okay. That's so we've got Metamucil. Like Twitter handle is Happy in heels. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> Damn, that was mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but only on weekends. Only. Used to be <laughs> only on weekends during so, the week. So no, Gene. Yeah, no, I will not be endorsing tampons. On All right. Jerry's and I meant no offense. Uh, we met. Sure. Well, it was his idea, yeah. by the way. But <laughs> we we met no That's offense. That's the kind of stuff that appears on my show. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> okay, we're not going to do that. But we are. Hey, if you're listening to this and you have a company that you think we might fit to do endorsements, then uh, start to contact us. You know, Heck you yeah. could. Um, we're, we're starting to kind of figure all this out. And like for my show, I do endorsements like for furniture companies because we're always throwing chairs. Because you go through oh, a lot good. of furniture. Yeah. <laughs> for wigs. We're always yeah. pulling wigs. Yeah. I mm -hmm. do that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, here's something. And for uh, reading classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <that> right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, here's something that isn't funny at 
all. Yeah, let's change it. There is, uh, some are estimating maybe 300,000 people already are coming into mainly Europe, the migrants, uh, coming yes. through Turkey, refugees, migrants coming through Turkey, then sometimes finding their way to Greece. Some people are dying in this this uh, sort of seductively short crossing that gets to Greece and then, but it's very turbulent waters. Some people are walking in, but there is a huge crisis going on now. And as we always say, we're not a daily talk show, so we don't do headlines here. We do more big issues that kind of stick around for a while. This is one we wish wouldn't stick around, but I suspect it will. And that is this issue of people trying to get out of some war-torn countries in the Middle East. Now the Pope, Pope Francis, recently has said, is calling upon the world to react and to help these refugees. So we have two sides of this, Jerry, and I'd like yeah. to have you comment and on And the this. Pope is coming to America. Shortly. Mm -hmm. Right. In the next few weeks. And you have, you know, all these politicians running for president, and, you know, and, oh, this is wonderful, the Pope's coming. And yet, His Holiness is coming here to talk about issues that are absolutely opposed by the candidates, at least in the Republican Party, or most of them running for president. Climate change. He's talking about climate change. Immigration. He's talking about immigration, the excesses of capitalism. Yep, unbridled capitalism. Yeah, uh, and, income inequality. Yep. And uh, this is beautiful. So you have Trump, who's the face of the Republican Party, and then you have the Pope coming in, and particularly on this issue of immigration. And by the and, way, let me slide in one fact and then roll, and that is that the Pope is calling upon every parish in the world, actually, that in America alone, Cincinnati alone, there are hundreds of parishes, Catholic parishes, and that's duplicated in every major city and in rural areas. There are thousands, thousands of parishes in the United States. He's calling on everyone to take at least one refugee family. And then the other side of this thorny dilemma is uh, largely Republicans are their mantra is becoming, don't take these refugees because they're fake terrorists. That's what they're worrying, that there is a game at play here. So anyway, what's your, what are your thoughts on this whole refugee crisis? Well, first of all, one thing, I really like the idea, and uh, it's a sweet irony, and it's a good one, that Germany is taking the lead, you know, because, you know, certainly... In my personal experience, but, you know, during the 20th century, people were trying to get out of Germany, you know, and, and trying to get to other countries so that they could live. So they were running away from Hitler. They were running away from all of that. And now Germany has become the country recognizing its history and saying, no, when people are desperate because they just want to live, we're going to open you know, under some regulated system, but somehow we're going to open our shores, open our doors, and come on in. And that is the human thing to do. It is the decent thing to do. I mean, it just, it's the decent thing. And particularly America now, we ought to be taking as many of the migrants as, as we can, as, as much as possible. They're issues, but they pale in comparison to the human suffering that's going on. And our country is about immigration. When you talk about American exceptionalism, you cannot have American exceptionalism without immigration. 
there are two things that have made America great. One is the idea of freedom, and two, it is facilitated by immigration. Virtually everything that is great in America, every invention, every great, you know, the great artist, everybody that has achieved something in America, almost everybody, in their DNA, they're an immigrant. The DNA of America is we got the best scientists, the best artists, the best engineers, the best, the greatest minds in the world simply because they wanted to go to a place on this earth where they wouldn't face persecution and where there was freedom, and so they came to America. That's how we have American exceptionalism. Look at the CEOs of most of the major companies in America and look at their last names. They came from someplace else. We all did. When Trump says, let's make America great again, you can't make America great if you don't have immigration. That is our secret. You kill immigration, you will ultimately kill America. There'll be nothing but inbreeding. We are great because everybody came from someplace else except African Americans who were brought here as slaves. But the rest of us came here voluntarily. Our parents, grandparents, whatever it was, we came here because this was a chance where we could try to make it and we'd be free to do it. After World War II, we got better scientists than the Russians got. You know, why do you think we landed on the moon? None of the people that created our ability to land on the moon were people that came over here on the Mayflower. They're all, we're immigrants. We ought to get so serious about this issue. It, it is more than an election. We are destroying the idea of America if you build a wall and stop immigration. And, oh, we're not going to let the immigrants in because they could be terrorists. Some of these terrorists that we're finding are people that are living here in America that have the Internet. What do you want to start doing? Saying from now on, if you go to certain websites or if you're using the Internet, we're going to arrest you because you could turn out to be a terrorist. These people that are coming over here or trying to get into European countries, they're dying. They're going to get killed. They're running over with their children. What kind of a human being says, I'm sorry, we're not going to take you in? It's wrong. I mean, it is just, and we did that. The United, even the United States did that, that ship to St. Louis that came over in uh, World War II or just before World War II with the Jews and they tried to dock here in Miami and they were sent away because we had a quota system. They sent them back and they died in the Holocaust. Why is that okay? Under what moral ethic? And, and, and these people run for political office, oh, I'm God-fearing and oh, the Pope's coming. I'm not Catholic, but the Pope's right. He's absolutely right. If you profess to have feelings about God or being spiritual at all, I don't care what your religion is, under what moral ethic do you say it's okay because they happen to be born someplace else, let them die? You know, they don't love their children. Really? I mean, it's crazy. You want America to be exceptional, you fight every effort to stop immigration. 
It is a filthy thing to do. It defies the American ideal and the American dream. They should be ashamed of themselves. Don't dare run for president when you're talking about building walls instead of the Statue of Liberty. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be pretty interesting mm -hmm. when the Pope comes in a few weeks, has a presence, and he's going to be here for a while, and he's going to do a lot of talks. He's going to the Congress, and it'll be interesting to see how uh, the, the candidates, particularly the Republican candidates, and their viewpoints juxtaposed to his on these issues that you've mentioned. And I wonder how that's all going to play out, because you're going to have a pretty heavy moral force on the one side going up against a lot of views that are much more xenophobic and the contrasts are going to be pretty stark. Yeah. There was a photo that went viral this weekend oh, the online of the, the little boy. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I think that it's awful and as horrific as that is, at least it's sparking a conversation and people are starting to get outraged about it. When you yeah. see an image like that, you cannot simply look away from it. Yep. Yeah. And it's a, really, we have no room for them in America. Right. Seriously. You ever fly across the country and see how much Montana of where nobody is? <laughs> yeah. You know that when my parents, when my mother came here and came to the neighborhood she came to, which happened to be in the Cincinnati area, to a church, mm -hmm. through the church. Yeah. So the Catholic Church, and it's not the only institution, the Jewish uh, faith uh, during the Holocaust was very active, finding places my God, uh, the stories of heroism of people who fought to get Jews out of uh, places where they were threatened to the point of death. This is not new that the Catholic Church is taking this position, and I don't know how. Uh, how does Donald Trump argue against the Pope, who is saying, bring people to parishes? He's not even talking about the government. He's talking about coming into the various parishes across, in this case, America. It's going to well, be you could say you could say for Trump, which is a great point you're making, you could say for Trump, well, he's not the most religious person to begin with, so it's probably not a conflict in his mind. But you have Santorum. Yeah. And you have some of these other candidates uh, that are... Marco Rubio is, uh, right. one assumes, Roman Catholic. Right, and, and uh, Bush is a, um, uh, is a Catholic. Yeah, he even said, I don't... I don't think the Pope should get involved in politics. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't get my political... Well, excuse me, what is politics other than, in terms of the great issues, dealing with moral issues? It's true. Yep. You know, of what kind of people and what kind of country we're going to be. What, there's no morality here in, in, in an issue like this. Again, why do these people run for president other than their own ego and their own ambitions? They, it's like... Send them first to school and learn what America is about. And then, if you pass the test, then run for president. Yeah. And you watch them have to pander to their primary audiences, to the primary election audiences. And it's just uh, sort of uh, sickening yeah. to watch it because they, they, then they have to veer off to the center to try to win a general. Uh, I don't know how you guys have been feeling thus far on the podcast, I f I'm feeling a certain level of excitement and a little trepidation because uh, a few weeks ago we shot our mouths off to... You. Well, anyway. You shot your mouth off, let's be honest. Casey Campbell, 
uh, we hired as our music coordinator, oh. and we and we no, fall over ourselves complimenting him. He's bringing in these great groups week after week. Right. So last week, Jerry, you boasted to nope. Casey. No, nope. my memory was it was Jerry, Megan, Absolutely with you not. egging him on. Absolutely, not. Megan. It was it was, it was Gene, Gene, wasn't it? It was Gene. And my memory was you were whining about well, show some respect because you were a part of a folk group when you were college and year after David, college. David, we have that, same. don't we? We can go back and listen to no. Gene. No, it was it was Jerry saying all that. So we said, okay, we'll create the Jerry Springer Trio. And we created the Jerry Springer Trio. This was against my will. And we had been working in a studio for two weeks, Hours. working, working on a And you're trying a to CD get sponsors for this show. Yes. You can kiss those sponsors so, goodbye. <laughs> we basically uh, put together a CD. It's a little thin. It has one song in it. And... Um, the only one that has my CD is um, Citibank. So, oh, oh I mean, that's clever. These are no, yeah. actually, I did have a CD. It is true. I, yeah. I, I, well, I you have. You, had, you have I had uh, recorded CD. music over and, the years. And I uh, suggest to you, you may want to buy these CDs. It's a great stocking stuffer because you know how sometimes <laughs> you have a, a wobbly table in the kitchen? Or a person you don't if like. If you take my CD and place it under the shortest leg. Yeah. You Maybe you have a number of them, buy a number. Oh, it, it went hey. great. Once we sold it that way, it went... Haven't you, you have been on stage performing in front of audiences with uh, Miley Cyrus's... Uh, Billy Ray. Billy Ray. Billy Ray, yeah. You have yeah, done that. Ended You've that career like that. Nah, yeah. That went down real quick. Oh, Billy so Ray, yeah. <laughs> here's what I'm proposing yes. we do. Let's walk over to that cluster of microphones. Yes. Are Let's they turned set on? up. They are on. And let's just rock this song. And let's stand up. And when you walk over there, for God's sake, for as Megan says, for the love of God, have a confidence in your step as you walk over there. <laughs> Don't walk over there all snivelly and bent over and nervous. Stand but what if, up tall. But what if, Sell this song, Jerry Springer and Megan Hill. Sell it. I'm going to be out helping yeah, well, yeah, 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 out yeah. in the room. I got to yeah. go. So yeah. you guys yeah. have fun. Now, here's what I like to propose we do. I, by God, each one of us take a verse. Take you, a verse. If, oh you, if you can sing, go over there and sing a damn verse. Don't be hiding behind me. You take a verse. You take the first verse. By the way, this is how we're ending the show. <laughs> it's been really yeah. fun. I mean, forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. All right, let's go. Hand me okay. that guitar. Uh, All right. Well, after hearing happening. the other acts, this is now embarrassing. <clears throat> okay, and for all of you here, quit staring. I once did it one night when I was doing the news in Cincinnati. I just, you know, and the camera's on close shot as I'm reading the news. And I just looked right in the camera. I say, stop staring. <laughs> well, imagine if you're sitting at home watching the news. And, they, and how many people suddenly went, oh. <laughs> and Jerry, part of the way through this song, I'm going to kick it over to you to do a uh, guitar instrument. Okay, yeah. And what is that like when you do that? Uh, 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 what's the word for when you're really? Shredding. Give me shredding. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I ain't gonna say you are no more I ain't gonna say you are no more Ain't 
Because when we sing, when we sing, the audience is really getting involved because you all have to guess where the notes were supposed to have been. Exactly. <laughs> so that it's like audience it's participation because some of you are yelling out B flat, you know. And, uh, <laughs> so it's great. So I really appreciate all that. Right, well, all right. you know, we always end on yeah. Irene Goodnight. Right. And why don't we just have the guts to step up and do that song? Okay. Us. Yeah. Hey, by the way, how come every time you talk about guts, you're always standing in the, in the back? back. Yeah. Well, let's tell the truth. Yeah. Chris Goins was playing the guitar, and yes. he did that. Yeah. yeah, how about that? How about that? Also playing guitar is Casey Campbell. Helping on background singing vocals and Maria Corelli, who is our, one of our favorites here. Yes. Yeah. All right, okay, so let's do hey, you guys have really talent, and you know, <laughs> you we're, we're just you saved us. You so have that, talent too, Jerry. It's just yeah. a different kind of talent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good luck in your future job. Uh, <laughs> it's been nice knowing you, Casey. Yeah. I hope you got a good resume. I do now. <laughs> Last Saturday night, I got married. Me and my wife, well, we settled down. Now me and my wife, 
have parted I guess I'll take another stroll downtown You've been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Foolery, sponsored by the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Hope to see y'all again real soon. Stop staying out late at night Go home to your wife and your family And sit by the fireside bright